Hello everyone, thanks for tuning in for our preview podcast for third annual property-based drug design conference which is taking place from May 22nd to 23rd in Boston, Massachusetts. I'm Nandini Kashyap, conference director at Cambridge Health Tech Institute and we are delighted to have with us today our keynote speaker for this conference, Dr. Nicholas Meanwell of Bristol Myers Squibb. Dr. Meanwell is currently executive director of Department of Discovery Chemistry at Bristol Myers Squibb. He has led drug discovery programs in cardiovascular neurosciences and virology therapeutic areas and this work has resulted in advancement of over 25 clinical candidates. Dr. Meanwell has authored or co-authored more than 130 peer-reviewed publications, 45 review articles and book chapters and is named as inventor or co-inventor of over 90 issued US patents and has presented over 50 invited lectures. Nick, welcome and thank you so much for joining us. Well, thank you Nandine. I'm delighted to be here. Nick, I would like to begin by asking you to share with us a little bit about yourself and your current work. Well, thank you. You've uh, been pretty comprehensive, actually, in your description, but I am responsible for antiviral drug discovery chemistry at Bristol-Myers Squibb, and we've been focused pretty heavily on targeting hepatitis C virus and HIV virus over the last 20 years, and my group has made, uh, I think, significant contributions, certainly in the world of hepatitis C virus therapy, with the discovery of the cladosphere and exenapravir, to name but two of the compounds we have in the clinic. I'm originally trained as an organic chemist, but I'm obviously a medicinal chemist by profession and vocation, have over 30 years of experience and I have interest in a variety of aspects of drug design. I published on the area of physical properties in drug design, uh, synopsis of literature, but also uh, in the area of isosteres and uh, what other factors it takes to design a good drug. Thank you, Nick. And what is the role of understanding of compounds, physical, chemical and biophysical properties in drug discovery and development? Well, I think over the last 10 years, uh, and I would credit Paul Leeson, uh, formerly of AstraZeneca, um, for, for being one of the leading lights in this area, is understanding the physical chemical properties of drug molecules. And you know, I sort of describe that as uh, better compounds by design in essence. And it, it really is devoted to the idea of thinking very carefully about the structural changes that you make and the impact those changes will have on, on the physical chemical uh, properties of a molecule. We've certainly become too dependent upon, I think, on deploying aromatic rings in molecules as a way of improving potency. But if you look at some of the analyses that have been done of, for example, an aromatic ring, you know, it really needs to be increasing potency by between 20-fold or more if it's going to be ligand deficient. And if it's going to be lipophilic ligand deficient, it needs to increase potency in a molecule by about 800-fold. And I think some of those uh, aspects of drug design are probably... um, escaping many of us for the simple reason that we don't understand where that potency is coming from. It's coming from entropy, which is really just the molecule fleeing water to the target rather than enthalpic. And Ernesto Freire has shown that with a couple of different programs, protease inhibitors for HIV as well as statins, that as molecules evolve over time, the best in class tend to actually have the best enthalpy uh, interactions with their targets, suggesting they've been designed not necessarily with that in mind, but uh, that's how uh, nature has evolved. I think these things are important. Uh, it helps with designing compounds with better uh, solubility properties as well. I mean, I think you're seeing that uh, we're relying up a lot, a lot on spray dry dispersions these days to deliver molecules that are poorly soluble. Part of it is the area we're working in these days, but also I think I think some of these things can be addressed in the design phases. Interesting. Thank you. And how do you think we can overcome these challenges? And if I must ask you, where is this field heading in the next five years? 
Well, I think there's a movement afoot to share these thoughts and ideas about how to design molecules and understand the drug-target interactions and really maximizing, making every atom in the molecule work, uh, both in a drug-target affinity side of things, but also with respect to picking and choosing atoms wisely with respect to how that might interact then with the aqueous milieu, which is where it's got to be soluble to deliver. And, you know, I think the community is becoming much more aware of this, and you can see now on these kinds of insights are being applied to drug design programs. And you'll see more of this over the next five years, but I think it's going to take that length of time before we understand whether it's going to translate into long-term success. The industry continues to invest heavily, uh, but success rates are not really changing significantly. I think the reason that we fail and the timing of when we fail has changed, and I think we're able to ask and answer questions now in the clinic much more effective than we could say 10 or 15 years ago. So molecules are advancing further, but you know it's anticipated if we can design molecules in a better way, we'll manage to avoid some of the sort of off-target sources of failure conceivably uh, things like liver tox, for example. And we see that you will be delving more into physicochemical properties and how they relate to compound success in your upcoming presentation. Can you give us a brief preview of your talk? I'll give you some of the background work that's been done by people like Paul Leeson and others in the industry and talk about how to use some of these guideposts, if you like, the fake leak and deficiency and LELP uh, in the design phase. But I'll also end up with a brief section on uh, working outside of what is, quote, sort of traditional drug space because certainly in the area that I work, the molecules are fairly high in molecular weight and quite different to the things that have worked over the last 50 years in other areas. And I think there we have to learn to understand new rules and those rules are still being written. So there are clearly clearly subtleties in in those areas and they can be delivered orally even though they might fall outside of the original Lipinski rules. And I think that that would be a a synopsis of what I will be uh, presenting. Okay, thank you for sharing and we are certainly looking forward to your talk. My next question is, are there any particular speakers or talks that you're looking forward to? Well, actually, I'm looking forward to the whole session because it covers a broad range of aspects of the role of physical properties in, in drug design and drug development. You know, the, Pat Walters and Terry Stouch will be talking about property-based design at the fundamental molecular level. And Mike Walker, who is one of my colleagues here in Leedy, will be talking about uh, solubility, approaches to designing soluble molecules and optimization of ADME properties in drug candidates, which are, I think, uh, related. And then on the second day, there are, again, a series of additional talks looking at different aspects of the physical properties of a drug molecule that I think will broaden the average medicinal chemist's understanding and awareness of some of the topics and attributes of molecule that need to be focused upon. So I actually look forward to the whole two days of the, se- of the session. Great, that's good to hear. And if I may ask, my last question is, what role is this conference playing in addressing these issues? And how do you think these discussions would better position scientists in making advancements in the field? Well, I think I tend to take a very pragmatic view of drug design, and I'm looking for solutions to problems of the type that we all face. And I think that the agenda that's been put together for the third annual property-based drug design conference plays into that very nicely. Again, with the range of topics that it has, that start with you know the fundamentals of drug design going all the way through to solid-state properties that can help the molecule succeed as it advances through clinical trials and, and to becoming a drug. They're all important. So I think it's great that it's creating that kind of an awareness for medicinal chemists to take it back to their labs and think about as they design molecules. In this day and age, you know, we don't just simply do structure-activity relationships. We do structure-property relationships in multiple dimensions. And, you know, coalescing those into a drug molecule is certainly not easy. Nick, thanks a lot for sharing your insights. I look forward to meeting you in Boston. 
thank you. I'm very much looking forward to the meeting in Boston as well and meeting up with you and your colleagues. So thank you. Folks, that was Dr. Nicholas Meanwell of Bristol Myers Squibb. He'll be speaking during the third annual Property-Based Drug Design Conference taking place from May 22nd to 23rd in 2014 at Western Boston Waterfront Hotel in Boston, Massachusetts. If you would like to hear Dr. Meanwell's talk in person and other leading experts in property-based drug design, please go to www.healthtech.com forward slash property-based drug design to register and enter key code podcast. That brings us to the end of another podcast from CHI. I'm Nandini Kashyap. Thank you so much for joining and I look forward to seeing you at the event. Goodbye for now.